thugs need love too. And just like that, we're back. We're back. It feels so good to be back, and I promise we'll never leave you again. But I feel amazing. Ooh, we've been gone for far too long. We haven't been gone that long. It's 100 percent We skipped a week. We were on vacation. Are we not allowed to take vacations? You can't take a vacation. Yes, we can. We back. Yes, we can. And I feel damn good. Let's get into the vibes. Welcome back, everybody. This is She and I. I am your host, B-Love. And like always, I have my very special host with me. India Marie. Oh. India Marie and B-Love, the husband and wife duo you didn't know you need, but you got us and we are here to stay. And like I said, we are recording in 4K. (laughs) Give it up for yourself one time. This is the best thing to happen on a Tuesday. Well, damn it, since Monday. And man, I missed y'all last week. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was my fault. It was my fault. Now you gonna lie to the people and say it wasn't. It was my fault. Well, I think it was a combination though, because we we had a lot going on. Yeah, she had to get that Shakita Apple Bomb done up top too. She had to get that Bohemian braid wrapped up. We just had a lot going on. We were yeah, we were getting on. ready to go on vacation. Yes. We had I had my event. Yes. Uh we had to take Blake to I had to take Blake to Mississippi. Yep. You had a toothache. We just had a lot going on. So Listen, let's talk about that right now. So, ladies and gentlemen out there, if you have a significant other and their breath stinks, let them know it's probably because of their teeth. Now, <laughs> now, check it out real fast. It's not the case with your boy. My breath smelled immaculate, but I knew something was wrong with my teeth because I couldn't chew at India's event. Well, I back up a little bit. It happened Saturday. Um, Saturday morning, it happened. My tooth started hurting. I'm like, damn, what's going on? And at first, my throat was hurting. And I'll be honest with y'all, I just got that first vaccine of that Pfizer in me. So I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, boy, my throat is collapsing. And we all know, black people, we are hypochondriacs. As soon as something happened to us that's a little bit out of the norm, we start to blame what the vibes were. So I'm like, man, I got that Pfizer, and my throat is about to collapse in. And I don't think I could taste anymore. Wasn't the case. I just couldn't swallow my food to taste it. Come to find out, I looked at my tooth and my gum in the back was literally resting over my tooth. My wisdom teeth are pushing down so hard. They're growing in and it's making my other teeth crowded. So soon and very soon, I'm going to have to get these shits cut out of my mouth. And then you're going to be baby. It looks so disgusting. I showed it to her. It looks so nasty. Yeah, she didn't believe it. So... All throughout that Saturday, I was like hurting, hurting. It was raining, so we didn't have to do too much. We stayed inside. Boom. Sunday came. Indy did her event. Give it up for Indy one time doing another event. Thank you. We'll talk about that in a second. Indy delivered another amazing event, but at the event, she let me have the honor of being a DJ. I was ready. I left my mic card at home so I couldn't talk, but that was God telling me, shut the hell up. You don't need to talk because your tooth is hurt, buddy. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, fast forward, um, it got worse. Monday, I went to the dentist, and then they did their work, and they got me feeling a little bit better. But um, same time, Monday evening after Monday evening after work, uh, we were set to record the podcast, but I couldn't do it, man. My tooth was on fire after the dentist did their work. Now, that feels 100% better. I chew now. But boy, last weekend, I was Hurting. Y'all didn't want me on this mic, man. I couldn't. I was miserable, for real. So thank y'all for bearing with us, and I apologize. But ladies and gentlemen, check your teeth. Go to the dentist every six months. And also, if you feel a little itch, a little pinch in your mouth, go get that shit checked out before it gets on the back of your tongue. Because when it gets on the back of your tongue, when your breath starts smelling real dumb, all right? What? Your breath stink. Once your teeth start aching, your breath starts stinking. That's a lot. How is that a lot? That's a lot. So you never had a cavity and your breath starts smelling mavity? Like, shit. God. No. (laughs) Okay. God bless you. You know what I mean? I remember back in high school, we had those silver caps. And if those, not high school, elementary school. I ain't never had silver caps. I had one silver cap in the back. 
And if that silver cap happened to fall off, which it did, that's how I noticed, man, that thing stunk to high heavens. So just make sure, you know, you take care of your teeth, man. It's important for real, though. So You had too much sugar. Well, whatever. That's why you had caps. Whatever. Listen, I talked to the homeboy Brandon. <laughs> Shout out to Brandon one time. Brandon told me this weekend, first time meeting a cool dude, hell of a guy, shout out to Kia. Um, talked to Brandon, and he told me he don't even do sugar anymore for real. I'm like, damn. So he tried to convince me to do sugar-free Red Bull, but here I am right now, full of it. But y'all know when I get on that bang, I do my thing. So anyway, I'm on that bang and that Red Bull, but I'm going to try to lean more towards bang here and there because it's sugar-free. I got to get these abs in check. Summer, the summer ain't even come yet, and my abs ready. Idiot. Where did that even come from? You went and bought that? No, nah, I got a case down. You know I got a case. Come on now. Sick. India, what's wrong with you? You super quiet. Tell the people how you that like, was. Man, you, you were doing the storytelling. I was about to start talking. You was like, we'll get there in a minute. Because I don't want you, you, you know, want me to say. Be able to Tell the people how your event was, man. The I'm event was fine. It was scheduled... For that Saturday, and it decided to monsoon again in Nashville. And at this point, I'm just like, Lord, what's what what you trying to do? Because my first the the big event that I had last September, it did the same thing. Like it just poured and poured and poured. But the difference with that is, it was just rain. So it was like pouring down raining all day. But it wasn't like a lot of lightning and thundering and all of that. Yeah. But this Saturday, it was hell. Lightning, thundering. Yeah, it was bad. So, luckily, God was on my side. He always is. Come on now. Oh, and he is risen. The venue was open for Sunday. So, I lost, I did lose two vendors, but it was fine. Um, but I was able to just move it to the next day. So, I was dope, dope. very, very happy about dope. that. The event was great. I didn't have any issues. We had a good turnout. We had consistent... Traffic, you yeah. know, we had a consistent flow pretty much all day. What about the vibes, though? Let's talk about the vibes. Barrett was my DJ. Oh, DJ B Love in the building. And he did have the girls vibing. Mm -hmm. They mm -hmm. were vibing. So it was nice. It's my specialty. Girls, girl music. If you ever need a DJ and you have a bunch of women there, <laughs> just call your boy. I promise, like I said, the vibe. And I ain't talking about no small time DJ. I big DJ. Big vibes. So hit me up, let me know. I'm DJing this weekend somewhere. Location unknown. Don't worry about it. Just know I'll be out here, you know, getting it in. Anyway, <laughs> um, I think the event went great. Oh I think you didn't do a good job. I'm going to get into it for you. Had the women out. Fellas, need to you start coming. You think I didn't do a good job? No, nah, you didn't do a good job talking about it. I'm gonna do it for you, fellas. Come out there, man. Bring your ladies next time, y'all. I need to see more guys in the building buying their ladies stuff, man. Listen, buy your ladies some shit, man. It's, it's all right, you know. It's it ain't tricking if you got all y'all balling. Everybody balling until it's time to pay. I know, but um, y'all balling next time. Come out to the event, buy your ladies some stuff. We trying to sell out every vendor because all these ladies with black owned businesses doing it big. Um, happen to be in one location so you can shop at your favorite black owned spot. And also vendors next time, man. If you didn't come to this one, make sure you get into the next one. It's all about supporting one another, man. So we support y'all. Y'all support us. We gonna lock the it guys up. never come through. But I don't know if it's Damn. just that they don't like shopping. Or if they is. just think they can't come. They don't like I don't like shopping for myself, so let alone. But I did find you some flammable by you. Surprise ruined. It's okay. Okay. But and then I also feel like it okay, so uh, granted a lot of stuff probably isn't for guys. That the you know, the stuff for well, I don't even want to say that. I guess like most guys probably wouldn't like the things being sold. However, where they could come up is like the candle vendors and like the, the girls that sell like body butter because men be ashy. I'm going to tell you something, man. So it's, it's, it's a little, you know, something there. And I was, mm -hmm. we had a, um, we had two alcohol vendors this time. Shout we out had to this the one girl. Um, what was it? A Taste of Happiness Cocktails. Yeah. The girl who owns it, her name is Kai. Shout out to the homegirl Kai. And Basically, she makes cocktails. It's a mobile cocktail delivery service. So she makes the cocktails, she'll deliver them to your house. So she came with the cocktails in like the little Capri Sun pouches. 
It was a vibe, and too. And they were bomb. Like, people vibe. were walking around and... It was a Capri Well, people weren't vibe. really walking around sipping them, but people were buying them, obviously, because mm-hmm. you had to have your mask on. But people were definitely buying them. So, you know, if anything, the guys could come to get some candles, some shea butter, and, and some alcohol. <laughs> something I said last weekend, I need to go ahead and talk about right now. I said something about Manscaped, and how Manscaped got a lot of guy, good guy products. What if one of those black-owned people who make the shea butter make ball butter, too? It's a good idea, man. Listen, see, you know, see I, just, they, I put y'all on game. Uh-huh. I put y'all on game. I'm they probably telling haven't you. thought about it. Ball butter. Get yours and make some. Is it kind of a butter? Is it a butter? Can, want me to get it real fast? It's like a lotion. Want me, do you want me to get it? And you got the spray, too. Do you want me to go get it? No. All right, because I can just go run and get it real fast. But anyway, I think the <laughs> event was great. I think Indy does a hell of a job. She coordinates, she participates, and then she executes. So I think she did a hell of a job. Um, I think that you will continue to do big things with the event and just give a round of applause for you, girl. Thank you. If y'all know somebody who want to sponsor me for these events, you ain't lying, cause Lord, send them Jesus. to me, okay? Please send us the sponsors. But now the big like ones coming up. I had like a motto with my friend, and uh, all last year we was like, <laughs> you know, the saying, "Do it scared." I, my saying last year was, "Do it broke." Because I don't even think people be realizing, like, I don't start off with any, like, money going into these events. I just, like, I, like, go for it, and I let the money fall in my lap. (laughs) So, that's how I know I'm slick walking in my purpose, because... I, I start planning it and I never have all the answers. There I'm like, go. we just gonna make it do what it do. It, just it, do it. It just works Yourself. out. Yourself. <laughs> just go out there and make it happen. No need to, you know, just beat around the bush and make it happen. Listen, I still don't got the whole setup. I was waiting, right? This whole time. I've been like, man, I want to start recording these videos. And I want to put them on YouTube so people can see us actually talking on the podcast. I want a setup. I said, I want a studio. I want a situation. I mean, fuck that. Cut the cameras on. Let's get this going with these gray ass fold out. I know these, these are fold out chairs. I'll be They're 100%. But the reason <laughs> why I cut into my budget buying this nice ass camera, all right? Something you got to start piecing stuff together. But we're going to get it brick by brick, as my boy Franklin Saint would say. Anyway, India, mm-hmm. let's go ahead and get into the vibes. You know what, I, you know what I'm here to do. During the week, we got deep. Chill. Let's talk on the podcast. Indeed, indeed. Oh, I forgot to say this. Thank y'all for listening each and every week. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, gratitude is forever and ever and ever our attitude. And without y'all, there will be no us. So thank y'all for tuning in. Now, let me tell y'all a secret that I haven't told any yet. So it's going to be brand new for everybody. Here we go. Look at the face that the face is. I am about to plan. I am in the middle of planning a live show. It's live show because of COVID. I'm such a great uh, planner. What, you you nah. haven't included me? Like, I'm confused. It's live show because of COVID. We're probably, it's going to be outside. Not even probably. It's going to be she and I under the stars. That's what it's called. I'm going to tell you this straight up right now. She and I under the stars. So we're going to kick it like that. We're going to do it outside. It's going to be sometime between June and July. I haven't quite put down a date yet. It's going to be the, in, in around that time. And we're going to have seats for about 50 to about 75 people. I want to keep it small because, like I said, the virus is still out there, man. And I don't want none of y'all getting sick on my watch. So with all that being said, you will be getting more information as we get information. But if you didn't come to the last show that we had back in December 2019, I kept talking about it. I said, man, we're going to have a she and I uh, holiday soiree. I talked about it and talked about it and talked about it. And when that shit popped off, it popped off. That was the best episode that I've ever done live. You too, though. You were, you were good, too. Are you talking about your personal stuff? I was like, what? No, nah, it was a bit. That was like a live performance. I've never done a live performance that well. <laughs> I'm just getting real. <laughs> shit, I haven't. I usually get a little bit shaky. I get nervous right before. I'm never nervous until right when we go on stage. Then I get a little bit nervous. But then after I'm usually I, not nervous. Yeah. Because I usually take like a shot or two before we go on. So you got liquid courage. I don't I do. have that. I have full sanity and I'm extra on I'm extra alert because I'm probably hyped up on Bang Red Bull. But anyway, if you didn't come to that one, it's cool. 
Get your tickets for this one. They'll probably be available whenever I find out more information. Anyway, I'm excited. You love announcing stuff without full details. I don't give a damn. She and I under the stars is going down. June 21st. I don't know. I'm just talking shit. But just make sure you come. I'm going to be there. You be there. Now, listen real fast. This weekend was an amazing weekend, right? So I have to give a big shout out and big love to the homegirl and the homeboy, the family, Sydney and Cam. Give Sydney it up and for Cam. Them. Congratulations. They are no longer the John Fields. Mm-mm, mm-mm. They Big are Johnson's. just the Johnsons. Big Johnson. So listen, they have been planning for this wedding, and we've been with them every step of the way through planning, through prayers, through advice, through whatever the case. They've been on the podcast twice. She has been three times. Cam been twice. Something like that. Anyway, we're going to have and them back on. One of those on. times they weren't even together. We're going to have them back on to talk about the wedding and how everything went down soon. I know they'll do it, so you know we're going to do that. But anyway, it was also a vacation. Well, we turned the thing into a vacation, you understand me? But I, got, I just want to talk about the wedding real fast, how, how dope it is. I tell you one thing. I said, thank God I'm not getting married in this day and age because, boy, I don't think I could afford it. See, any case. Sitting camera, that shit so player. It was like goodness gracious. I feel like that was my royal wedding. You feel me? I feel like I, I went to a real royal wedding for the fam. I do think there's something to be said though about getting married in your 30s versus getting married in your 20s. They did it right. I feel like they spent the bright money on everything they needed the money to be spent on. Something that we learned from getting married, and I want to put everybody on game right now. I feel like the most money should be spent on the videographer and the photographer. There you go. Get into it. Get in it, your bag. We not. We not gonna. We not gonna. If you skimp out on anything, shit, skip out on the florals. Skimp out on. <laughs> I don't want to say food. Like if you can't afford a cash bar. I mean, uh, uh, open bar, skip out on that. Do not cut corners on your videographer and your photographer. It is not mm-hmm. worth it because you spent all that money to get married anyway. What you need at the end are the memories. Gotta have them. Gotta so, have them. So Cameron and Sydney definitely did what needed to be done when it came to the videographer and the photographer. It they was such a that dope shit team. Out of the park, dream team. Yes, and. Obviously, you know, the marriage isn't, isn't about all of that, but... Shit, don't spend it at the wedding. We ain't talking about the marriage. We're talking about the wedding. The wedding is about all of that. The wedding is for sure. Marriage, all about love, all about family, all about providing for your husband and your wife and being one under God. We got what marriage is about. Cool. But that got during wedding? <laughs> Man, shit. <laughs> this is a big-ass party. I, it is, it is. But... That's what we spent the most on, too. I know. Oh, I remember. And the food. <laughs> we All spent right. a lot of money on the food, and we spent a lot of money on the photographer. Yeah. I feel like the videographer was kind of reasonable. Out. We, we skipped, skipped out. out on the videographer. Yeah, we skipped out. Um, yeah, we skipped out. We should have did a better job. We didn't know. We I, was 20, say, I was 23. When, how old were you? I was 23. You were... Don't worry about how old I was. I'm 26 right now, so just keep that I in mind. I think you were 26. No, you were 27. However... I would like a redo on that videographer. <laughs> and, if, and listen, our videographer was good. I don't even remember. They were. Man. And I don't even think they're doing video anymore. At least they're not doing weddings anymore because I can't find them anywhere. Like, or oh, at sure. least they're not working together. But at the time, I think Barry found them maybe on Craigslist. Craigslist. They were um, students from MTSU. Yep. So they were really young. Um so it was it was fine, but you, it's the camera quality. The video is good. It's the camera quality that you can tell. It's just shaky. not, you know. Eh. Wasn't even like this. This is ultra 4K. But right now. you can touch me if you want to. Touch touch the screen right now. <laughs> All right, I saw y'all. You just touched me. I know you did. Thank you. But it's fine. It's fine. Don't skimp out on the videographer and the photographer. No, nah, don't do that. Don't do that. So I think they did a hell of a job on putting the pieces together where they needed to go. And it was a destination wedding, so they made it even more dope. This is my first time ever attending a destination wedding, so I didn't even know how the vibes were. But let me tell y'all something. I'm going to go ahead and get into the vibes right now. India was um, a part of the Bachelorette party, so she was kicking it from Wednesday to Friday. I went down to Miami with India from Wednesday up until Sunday. So from Wednesday to Friday, 
I had time to myself. And something I realized at that time is, guess what? I can vacation by myself and I loved it. I had a ball. I know I got on this mic one time before and I said, nah, I can't vacation by myself. I wouldn't like it. <laughs> Bull! I vacationed by myself probably 85% of that time. And I thought it was amazing. Our homegirl, homegirl Ashley and the homeboy Chris, they were kicking it with me for a little while. But when they weren't, I was absolutely by myself. I was on the pool. Even, I was going to say, even like on the day of the wedding, I left. Because yep. I was with him then, but I left him and I went and got my makeup done. He sends me a picture. He's literally sipping. I'm going to put it in the video right now. Sipping a mocktail mm-hmm. <laughs> by the pool. Fake ass drink if you don't know what a mocktail is. Living his best life. <laughs> Had my chest out, wearing sunshades. I took my socks off. I was living my life. So I didn't know how much fun I could have by myself going on vacation. Man, you know, you just eat what you want to. Something I said on um on my Instagram story. I felt so pleased by being able to go out to eat and paying for one person's meal. You don't know the satisfaction. And I didn't even get to I experience got. that. Why not? You don't experience because, that. Because when we were in um when I was with the best red party, we were just Doing one check and splitting the check evenly. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, I kind of eat like a bird (laughs) naturally. Like I don't, you know, I don't really eat a lot of meat and stuff. You don't eat a lot of meat, but you eat a lot of expensive things. Only if I'm doing seafood. You got a shrimp cocktail the last day we were there. She had to make up for all the time she wasn't around me. The last day she said, "Let me get that shrimp cocktail up out of you." Came with four shrimp. Didn't even fill her up because she got French fries too. it came with six. Okay. That's well. that's pretty much the serving size of shrimp. But whatever. Whatever. I spent way more on money on food than I've ever spent on, <laughs> on a trip. It was a good time. But I noticed that I can go on vacation by myself and have a ball. But so it, isn't it such a beautiful time? Like, it's just. Yeah, yeah. You ain't got to worry about nobody else. You do whatever you want to do. You can sleep in if you want to. Get up when you want to. It's true. You don't have to worry about plans. And that's what I like the best. I was on my own time. I was on my own schedule. I was doing my own thing. Now, with that being said, I would probably two days by myself. And then like the rest of the time, like a day, meet up with the homeboys for a couple of days, like one or two days. So four day thing. That's what I need. I know that now. So going two days by myself and then I'm going to link up with the homies for two days. And then I'm going to be back home. I'm going to do that soon. Is that cool with you? Damn, I can't go on the vacation. That's what you want to do for your birthday? By myself in the homeboys? Sound kind of gated what y'all said. And no disrespect, but it sounded kind of funny the way I said it. No, it didn't. It okay. just sounded like excitement. You just got a little high pitch. Yeah, I, I can I can do that. I can go outside with my homeboys and kick it a little bit. So yeah, I can I can do that for sure. You literally said I want to take a picture with I mean take a trip with the homies for my birthday. And I was like, all right. You did. So I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna get to it. I'm gonna get to it. Anyway, let's get back on skip. Now. Real fast, though. While I was there, we also had one hiccup. i tell y'all this. I'm going to get to two things real fast. One hiccup um, that we learned about the vacation. Here we go. The first one is, women, you guys don't dress according to the weather. Let me get into it real fast. <laughs> Before we left the house, India said, hey, you need to check the weather because in Miami, it's supposed to be in the 70s in the daytime and then like the 60s at night. So I'm like, yeah, you know me, I get cold. She, I had all these shorts packed. And she was like, hey, you probably need to go to Zara somewhere just to find you some more clothes, some more pants to wear. I'm like, all right, cool. She told me, India, this person right here, told me that. So I'm like, all right, bet. I'm going to go to Zara. I'm gonna pick up some things, something light, not nothing major. Bam, bam. Got two pair of like, sweatpants to wear. They were cool, though. All right, now here we go. Fast forward to the trip. We went out Friday night, had a date night. By the water, open air, real romantic vibes. Temperature, 60 degrees, something like that, around 67, 60, closer. Wind blowing off the ocean. Somebody wanted to be revealing and not have on any clothes. I had already bought my outfits based on how the weather was supposed to be. Guess what your boy had? A jacket, because I looked and I saw the weather. So we go out there and I'm seeing her. Cold. I got a polo on. So I'm like, bro, I got my jacket. I'm straight. Cold. So I'm like, damn, man, I don't even want to give her my jacket. Cause she should have told, 
She should have <laughs> taken her own advice, right? <laughs> so here she go, looking at me with the sad eyes. I'm like, man, I'm not giving you my job. I'm I was so pissed off. I was upset the entire time because I'm lying. Now, if I don't give her my jacket, right, the attitude I got here. If I do give her my jacket, my nose going to start running. I'm going to have an attitude. So, like, damn if I do, damn if I don't. this point, I took an L because I'm a gentleman. Gave her my jacket. She over there warm as can be, happy as a lamb. I'm sitting in there, bitch, pissed off. I'm Man, upset. Well, it, but it, it's also different because you don't drink. And so that night I also ordered a hot toddy to, you know, help keep me warm. Thank you for giving me your jacket. Nah, you, what, you but the thing me. is, I had a denim jacket that I was planning to take with me, but we started <sighs> rushing and I forgot it in the room. I said, where's your jacket? I left it in the room. I said, you did what? You didn't see me with my jacket? I mean, nah, you rushed me out. I'm like, because you told me. First of all, she, thank God she had these braids in her head because they are Indian with braids. They cut at least thirty-five to forty-five minutes off of our like arrival time. Like speed speeds us speeds us up there. And way. when I got a tan, I don't go heavy on the makeup either. I fill my brows in, put on some lip gloss, and I'm ready to go. So it was perfect, right? <laughs> so everything was going well. Like she was kind of being old time counter. She was still herself. Um and she was like, I can be ready at 6.45. I said, I don't think you can. I was right. She wasn't ready at 6.45. And then she started to rush. And then when she started to rush, she leaves things behind. And she left her jacket. And I was so upset because now, like I said, I had to give her mine. But I put that on Instagram, right? And I got, I got the best advice I think <laughs> I've ever received in my life. And the advice goes something like this. If you want to dress like a thought, you have to have thought responsibilities. And having thought responsibilities comes with wearing your own jacket and sometimes being cold when you want to be sexy. So I wasn't, time, no, I wasn't even dressed like hella revealing. I had on pants and I had on a little top, just my back was out. So I was, I mean, my arms were out. So shout out my to the homeboy. Shout out to Jasmine for laying that line on me. That's probably the best marriage advice I've ever received. If you want to dress revealing, just thotty yaddy yaddy, you're going to be coley oly oly. So next time, don't ask me for no damn jacket. Don't ask me for it. You said that the, the first night. is no. You said that the first night and you and it was called the second night and you still gave me your jacket again. Pissed off. So fast forward to the great wedding that we arrived at. <laughs> The wedding was outside, which was, it was beautiful. Sun setting, we saw all this shit. However, outside, rooftop, Miami, 60 degrees, Windy. cold front, water coming off the ocean. Here we go. Y'all saw what India had on, on Instagram. You could probably see it on the screen right now. Now, when y'all saw that, I thought to myself, damn it. I'm about to have to give India my suit coat. I knew that. I, I knew that going in. She did it again. <laughs> I was pissed the hell off. But anyway, I would rather her be warm than us argue all night. So I took the L because I know how to get over things and she doesn't. Give it up for me one time. But. Talk about it. Once I got a little loose, I gave me a jacket back. You did? You were COVID loose too. You were out there loosening it up, dancing, partying, having a time of your life. So I'm glad you had a good time though. I'm glad you felt, felt it up. Now. I was. I was like, Lord, be with me. Because I, I was. I was on the dance floor dropping it, popping it. Oh, you were having the time it. of, listen, the time of your life. So I, I want to name this episode Vacation Six, The Great Reset, right? So during this time, India sent me a new. I haven't received a new from India in about. Seven years. She don't, she don't really get sexy like that no more for me. You feel me? She don't really give me all the, the nude vibe. She kind of like, mm, you don't need it. I'm a mom. Ha, ha, ha. I don't want to give you sexy. That's not true. But then on Instagram. Most of the hey, hey, hey hold, hold up, hold up. Then on Instagram, you're giving a side boob to everybody. You feel me? <laughs> but I can't even get a nude from my own wife. <laughs> but she giving this side. She giving you all that titty meat. Can I see some nudes? I don't mean to be rude, but baby, let me see the nudes. You feel me? New motto. That's what I'm rocking with right there. She sent me a nude, though. I was pleasantly surprised to get it. And um, when she got back in the hotel room, I wanted to jump them bones. But I just want to say, 
for all the bachelorettes that made India do that, thank y'all. You know what I mean? And they took the picture too. It was a real taste. I took the thing. picture. You showed it to everybody though. Mm-mm. To make sure you can send it out and make sure they approved of it. Girls, boy, y'all nasty. Y'all get real <laughs> homosexual. Y'all get around each other showing naked pictures. Oh, can I send him this one or this one? Well, we already see each other naked. It was y'all 10 do. girls in a house with three bathrooms. Ten, she's in the mansion. Ooh. Everybody had to do hair, makeup. Y'all have a good time? Yeah, we had a real good time. We'll talk about y'all time then. I'm going to get to the news. I want you to talk. People want to the vacation vibes. No, it was, it was really fun. Like, it, all the girls had good vibes. Everybody got along. Everybody turned up together. I don't have nothing, nothing negative to say about the bachelorette party portion of the trip. Like, yeah. I was pleasantly surprised. Nice, nice, nice. The only thing I did not like. Here we go. So it's always something. Was the expensive ass Ubers and Lyfts that we kept having to take everywhere. All right, so um, they were texting us the whole time we were in Miami. Yes, indeed, they were. Let's talk about it real fast. So before we went to Miami, um, this is something that everybody should listen and learn from us real fast. Here we go. Vacation advice. Y'all might not need it, but you're about to get it from me anyway. If you know you're going on a vacation in advance, go ahead and book it and stop bullshitting with yourself, man. I had all these Airbnbs lined up back in, I want to say, when? February to go. Definitely May, January, February. February. I had all these nice Airbnbs lined up, ready to go under like a thousand bucks, right? And I'm like, damn, I'm going to get them. I'm going to get them. Kept putting it off. One went away. One went away. I went back to look probably in early March, March. and everything. Thing that I had lined up was gone, absolutely gone. With that same thought in mind, now that I have grown up a little bit and I'm a, and I am an adult, I know that sometimes it's cheaper to rent a car than it is to do the Uber and the Lyft thing. Even though the convenience of having somebody drive you is amazing, still I would rather come out cheaper than to go ahead and rent a car. So I'm like, shit, I'm going to rent a car. I'm going to rent a car. I had about five of them. I had a drop-top Mustang on Turo lined up for me, ready to go for the entire time. Waited and waited and waited. Bam! It's gone. I went back to rent a car two weeks before we went on a trip. The cheapest rental car for Miami during that time was $256 a day. And I'm talking about a compact Toyota Prius. $256 a day. I cried. Big boy tears. we didn't take into account that it was like the last week of spring break. And it was also Easter weekend. So the adults had an extended weekend with, you know, Good Friday. So there was a lot of people down there that we just didn't expect. So everything was just way more expensive. I'm talking about the surge of the Uber prices was crazy. The lift, the, the... Everything went crazy. So, man, listen, if y'all know y'all going to book something, go ahead and just book it because you're you going to get the money. But I will say it. that the hotel we stayed at was very cute. Um, but what I did also notice is that it was pretty much just couples yeah. staying there. So I'll tell y'all, the Novotel is where we stay. N-O-V-O-T-L. The Novotel was clean. And Brickle was clean. It was like a vibe. Um, Had like the Instagrammable... Uh, Lobby, lobby. Mm-hmm. go out and get your Instagram photos off. Do whatever you need to do. It was hella nice. The pool had a vibe. It was one of those infinity pools that you sit on and chill out there with your woman and you are your man. Had a bar out there, happy out. Had the whole shebang. So it was still a good price. I still got it at a decent price too because once I found out that the Airbnbs were gone, I got nervous that the Novotel was gonna be gone as well. So I went ahead and booked that bad boy. So we just, but we're kind of like last minute. Like, if we're going somewhere in the stop, U.S. Though. We got to stop. If we're in the U.S., we we book our rooms last minute a lot. Yeah, we got to <laughs> so stop that shit. I just real. wasn't a good idea for this trip, but it was yeah. fine. The whole trip was, we had a good time. Now we're all tired because we've just been on go mode for the past week. All right, but the question I was trying to get to about the, about the vacation sex is the Great Reset. Why is it that when we go out of town, that the sex gets a lot more nasty? It's a lot. You just get no whole bar. You just get crazy when you go out of town, right? You get some old um, high school vibes. You have unadulterated sex when you go out of town. And I know it sounds weird when I say high school vibes, but we all know back in high school, you were down and willing to do it at the drop of a dime. You just had to sniff some vagina and you were ready to go. And that don't apply to me. I wasn't having sex like that in high school. Oh my God. 
goody two shoes. Anyway, tell me I'm why though. Why, why you think that is? I, I don't. I do feel like it is like a reset, especially for married folks. Um, I don't know if it's just like a new. If it's like the the hotel room, like the the new vibe, mm. I feel like anytime you go to a, to, to a hotel, unless you're on your period, you gotta have sex. Like <laughs> you you gotta Digga. have sex. So it's almost just like vacation sex is just a whole different. It's fun. It's nasty. A lot of times you're on vacation, so you done drank a little bit. Mm, got that good liquor in you. You know, you may have smoked a little bit. What? So, like you're just more prone to 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 doing things. It's like, well, okay, what you want me to do? Like, it, it, you just do it because <laughs> it's like, hey, we on vacation. <laughs> anything goes. Now the only thing that the only thing that we didn't get to do was make a video. I, I still said I wanted to make a video and then do it like facing the window, like so you know, not people can see, but you know, looking out over the city view and get it in. I wish you could have did that, but. She was on the go the whole time. So the only thing we didn't get to do, but you know, next time. So I do feel like vacation sex is the great reset for all the reasons you laid out and because you don't have no responsibilities at that point. Mm -hmm. Like your mind is free, free of clutter. At that point, you get to do whatever you want to do, be whoever you want to be, get nasty, get freaky. But I put my I actually wouldn't mind going back to Miami again at some point this year when it's not spring break, it's not a holiday, it's just a regular ass weekend to actually like chill, have more sex. Hmm. And it's just always like relax. Cause See, it, this wasn't like a relaxed. Well, you relaxed. It wasn't a relaxed kind of trip for me. I That's why I said I was in the zone. It's you like, feel me? I'm coming back from vacation needing a vacation. <laughs> Hey, another pro tip from your boy, from you to me real fast, something else. Somebody put me on this game a long time ago. If you on, if you go on a trip or any type of vacation and you work nine to five, you should always take that extra day off when you get back. So somebody put me on that game a long time ago and it works. So, hey, listen to me. If you got the time, take that extra day when you get back. Just to chill, unwind and get your mind right. Got a question, though. How long after coming off a of vacation should you leave your bags packed? <laughs> How quickly should you unpack your I'm bags? I'm not the one. I am going to unpack them quicker this time because uh, Blake is still not here. Um, he's still in Mississippi. So I am going to unpack them. I'll probably unpack them today. I'm pretty much like tapped out for today. If you just want me to be honest. Like, sure, I was about to say, man, we can go on a date real fast. You feel me? I was going to ask you if you want to go on an ice cream date. Well, shit. Like about a genie's date. They better go ahead their head and bounce on out then in a minute. You feel me? <laughs> Give me some more ice cream. But now, nah, yeah, we can do that possibly. So yeah, I do feel like that this this time um away really was a good time for me just to, you know, get in tune with myself. I know who I am now. Oh. A solo vacationer. <laughs> Just call me third wheel bill. New I name alert. Like, I feel I kind of feel like you needed a vacation though. What? Because I like I, no, no, I feel like you needed a vacation because this is the first time you've like gone out of town. You didn't actually work. You actually like disconnected for a bit and <laughs> enjoyed yourself because you ha you've been on go mode with the work stuff. Like it's like you went from being like hella high stressed high strung about a situation you got that figured oh, out yeah, and then like you stepped into this new position you've been like hella busy in means all day like you just been on go 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 and so i felt like you needed a break yeah well thank you i feel like i did too you know what else i need more of hmm some of that nasty butt you gave me this weekend give it up for india <laughs> Send me some news. I need more news, man. I don't mean to be rude, but I need more news. I like that vibe. Come on now. You can delete them, but I think that's a good vibe. I think you I'll should. I'll send you more news. Make them good, though. You know, just send me. You can be You mean like legs up? Like you want like pussy shots? Or like what you want? It's a good question. I don't like, know. Would you like them to be bent over? Um, are you more of like a selfie vibe or like a self timer vibe so it looks like somebody else took it? So, my, you know what? Um, I like news to leave a little bit to the imagination, you know, so I know the thrill when I get in that thing will be real, but I like the news to leave a little bit. Like I told you, I like a little underboob. I want to see the whole tit, but you know, you can start off sending me the underboob and then we can make it to the whole tit. So, um, 
And the vag too. Don't you know? Don't leave it out. The vag needs love too, and some booty and a little cheek. So, so you so you take a vag picture, but save it. Save the like wide open. Yeah, you ain't got to open like, it. Like a biology book. You don't got to do okay. all that because you know in the biology book, if you turn to page fifty nine, you see like the the human anatomy. And it's that old standard vagina. I used to hate that picture. <laughs> Shit's crazy. Why you got that in there? I hope they got an updated one now because that was like a cartoon. Well, period. A vagina, it's a vagina. Nah, that was a cartoon, Cooch. I'm telling you. Page 59 of your biology book. Look it up right now. Just go online, type in 59 biology book, and you will see it. Anyway, but the wedding, man. Shout out to Sydney. Shout out to Cameron. The Johnsons. Big love from us to you all. Thank y'all for letting us be a part of your life, and we love you. Big love. You know what I'm saying? Let's get into it right now. My favorite segment of the podcast. I got something to say. Now unqualified advice from B-Love and B-Love's relationship. I got the keys, the keys, the keys. This week, B-Love's relationship is going out to the fellas. All right, fellas, listen up real fast. Mainly you all, but anybody can take it. But I want to speak to my guys candidly right now. Me and you had a conversation because we know this person who we think is amazing. And uh, she's single. And I'm like, damn, I wonder why she's single. And we always talk about this. And it's not her. I thought about it. Like, it's not her because she's a great person. Listen, she's a catch. And I'm like, what is it? You know what I'm saying? I thought about it. Guys, nowadays, here's the tip. Stop giving up so easy and start courting women. We got to go back to courting women. You know, we got to go back to taking them on a date. You got to go back to being persistent, right? So we can have, first of all, let me back up a little bit. I think nowadays, too, guys, we sometimes get too pretty for our own damn good. We, we, we think we being courted out here. We think we are the catch, and it's not the case. The woman is always, I, don't, I never want to go in a room and I feel like I look better than Andy. It's probably never going to happen, but I never want to have that feeling. You know, I'm but confident. you were pretty good looking at the wedding. Though. I sure appreciate it. <laughs> and you were too. Mighty fine, mighty fine. <laughs> and the news was good too. But um, anyway, I think that we should always have the accountability of like our woman is like, the beauty queen, like she's everything for us. Like, don't you know? Have your confidence in yourself, but don't go into it thinking that you look good and better than your woman. Now, let me back up and say this goes into courting your woman too. Now, let me talk about it real quick. I do feel like that when we are approaching the lady nowadays, I, I mean, I, I've been out the game for a minute. I don't really know how it is, but I do think this how it is. When a girl, you know, you shoot your shot, and if it doesn't go in, you just give up. Like fuck it, then I ain't gonna shoot again. Boy, back in my day, they called me Steph Curry because I put up a thousand shots every day. I was shooting and shooting and shooting and shooting and shooting. If it was somebody I liked, I was going for it. If it's something worth getting, you go for it. But not only do you go for it, you plan it. You plan it out. You devise a plan how you're going to get to where you're trying to go. So go into things all willy-nilly. You make sure that the way you're coming is correct. And if you get turned down or if you get kind of standoffish, I don't think that's the time for you to give up. That may be time for you to show the girl why you're worthy of her time. And I think there's a lot of things that guys don't take into account. We think because we automatically slide into your DM or we send you a text message that we're obligated to get your time right then. Shit, man, we all busy. We all got stuff to do. And there's no obligation on when and how a woman should respond to you. However... If you like that girl or you like that lady that you're trying to pursue, continue to pursue. Don't be aggressive and abrasive with it. You know, you got to know when to hold them and when to fold them. But the first time she doesn't respond to you after like two days, don't get all butt hurt in your feelings. Hey, she didn't respond to me. So, example, Barry and I met at a party. We told this story before, so I'm not going to tell it again. But we met at a party. We exchanged numbers or... No, he gave me his number. Yeah, yeah. You called me that night. So, I didn't call you. Okay. Text I never me that, you. Text me that night. After me and my girls left the party, we went to Waffle House. And when I got to Waffle House, I texted him. I was like, hey, this India, just sending you my number or whatever. So, we, we texted a little bit that night. And then after that, the next morning, I, I woke up and I was kind of no longer interested. It was just kind of like I was drunk. <laughs> and that's it. So, for the next week, you kept reaching out to me. Like, 
you weren't even just like texting me like you were calling me and I was just kind of like he must really want to like talk to me not knowing back then that you actually didn't drink so you saying that you you wanted to talk to me obviously you had to have been for real because you were in your right state of mind (laughs) you were not inebriated (laughs) or intoxicated so it's the same thing whatever (laughs) I'm going to say the same thing. You drawing but, right um, now. So then I was like, okay, well, let me respond to see what he's talking about or whatever. And then he actually ended up being like very serious about wanting to talk to me. Even though he was full of shit, he was very serious about wanting to talk to me. I, you know, you know, I, I can be serious and full of two things can be true. <laughs> I'm a serious bullshit. But I didn't realize that you were actually full of shit. So it was my freshman whoa, whoa, year of college. Whoa, relax, relax. You're putting too much sauce so on it. Too much summer, dip on your chip. So we dated. What was it? Like twenty. So what? College ended. Like what? We the, ain't date. Yeah, we, we, we the talked. The end of twenty. We, but we were going on dates. May, April, May, April. That is dating. So we met in Y'all March. Yeah. And we like talked or dated or whatever till May until yeah. I went back home Mid-in for the April. summer. March, mid March, right? Yeah. So we went back home for the summer. That's when everything just went to shit, so. Went downhill fast. So that was 2010. Yep. 11 years later. So we didn't actually, we didn't actually get serious about whatever we were doing until 2011. So while I don't recommend that as a full-ass adult now, I was 18, 19 back then, I do feel like guys give up so easy. And it's just like, there isn't any courting. And it's like, if you want to date me, be persistent and just go ahead and set it up. Just go ahead and set it up. Hey, have a plan. I've made reservations. Y'all know we like to eat. <laughs> I've made reservations Easy. at this place. You know, let's just go to Easy. dinner and try to get to know each other. Because I do realize that some people don't like texting and some people don't like talking on the phone. So I feel like things would be so much different if you just got the person in person. Two things a woman ain't going to pass up, man. Food and a good conversation. Because they're going to want to talk about themselves anyway. Y'all know that. Fellas, we know a woman is going to want to talk about herself. Food, though? I ain't never seen a lady pass up a meal. They're going to meal with you even though they, they hate your guts. They're still I went going on sit so across. many like lunch dates and dinner dates my freshman year of college. Sure did. I was sick of it. I was getting pissed off. I said, damn, is there anything that I'm doing brand new? Brand new. But anyway, like, let me take you to lunch. Okay, I'll get that one meal and be like, never talk not to him again. <laughs> but the thing about it is, when you start pursuing a girl and you had this plan, right? You made the plan, mm-hmm. took out on a date, mm-hmm. made a reservation, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, just say two days later, um, she doesn't text you back in a timely fashion. Don't get butthurt. That's what I'm saying. Like, don't get upset, man. This is your first date. If you really like her and y'all really vibe and kicked it off on that first date, hit her up. Keep hitting her up. And don't get upset. Like, don't, but, don't say, uh, you ain't text me back. It took you too long to text me. Stop all that whining. Grow up here. But I will say, though, if it's... That also depends on the vibe of the first date, too. Because... Okay, you got me. You know, after our first time... After the first time we hung out... I wanted to talk to you. Like, I wanted to keep talking to you. And so, like, I kept coming back, kept coming back. Because the conversation was really good. (laughs) Shut up. The conversation was really good. (laughs) Three days later. So, yes, like, pursue, be persistent. Obviously, dating, it takes two people to date. Um, And just based on, like, what my friends tell me, dating appears to be very ghetto right now. So, like, Bear and I have our issues, but I just don't know if I would, you know, want to step back out into that. (laughs) By the way, like, the stories that I hear. (laughs) I'm straight, but I think I can make it out there. I think I can survive in a while. (sighs) I'm like a lion out here. Anyway, with all that being said, my tip is straight up and down. There's nothing wrong with courting a woman. Do not give up so easy. Continue to court. And when she says or she doesn't reply to you in a timely fashion, suck it up. Stop whining. Stop crying. You will miss out on the good lady being upset and being in your feelings because of your expectations. So just keep that in mind. All right? Give it up. India, are you ready? Yep. Let's go ahead and get into it one time. Let her upgrade you. What would India do? Oh, WWID. What would India do? 
kick it. My husband blames our financial problems on me. Mm. I feel him. I'm just playing. Um, I'm 30. I grew up in low-income housing. When I was 13, my dad got deported, leaving myself and my sister being supported just by my mom. Mm -hmm. We lived off of food stamps as well until I got my first job at 16, and I was able to help out with money. I was never financially well off, but there was always something there to eat. I had a place to rest, and I was able to attend school. I live in the U.S. My parents are from Mexico. I lived with my mom until I was 28. Um, If I lived with her while she's in housing... That means that she can keep the place. I stayed with her a long time because she didn't want to be alone and everyone pressured me to stay. I got married at 29 and moved out with my husband, who's 31. Who knew my financial situation before we got married? Mm. Fast forward to a year and a half. My husband has told me many times, you like to be poor and broke. I don't. You always make less money than I do. I'm always supporting us. If you had a career, we would be making more money and not struggling financially because of you not making enough money. You're 30 years old and you have nothing. I want to change that. I have been wanting to change that. Yet when he says stuff like that, it Yes, it hurts, but it also helps me reflect on myself to want to break that cycle. Mm. I don't know what to feel. Um, Okay, so I feel like his delivery is so fucked up. Man. Um, And there is something to be said about, like, general curses when it comes to family and, like, careers and um, jobs and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Because there are people who come from... What low kind of jobs? I mean, low income housing. I'm trying to think of like the type of jobs, like factory you know, jobs factory jobs and stuff or, like that. You know, McDonald's. You yeah, know, and it's so. like a lot of like pretty much everybody in the family, you know, does that because that's all they know. When the factory workers be making some bread though, so shout out to y'all. <laughs> yeah. Um, for him to say like you have nothing bothers me because, as you said, he knew your financial situation. Before y'all got married. So there should have been some sort of conversation discussed before y'all got married. Like, he should have been able to tell you, like, I'm not pleased with the type of work you do. I'm not pleased with the type of money you make. Let's try to devise a plan to help you get out of this situation. Because, obviously, he's not comfortable being the sole breadwinner in the household. And so he wants you to contribute more. And while that's not... A problem is not an issue if you don't yep. have any skills to do that. We gotta we gotta devise a plan. Straight up, man. Listen, man. It's a way to say stuff with tact. It's a way to do things that's not gonna disrespect one another. You know, like it's a fine line between saying something and then hitting below the belt. You know, like you can have emotions, but don't let them shits pour over and it start hitting below the belt. Cause how he said it, the way you read it was horrible. All, I'm learning too. Shout out to my girl, Myra. She tells me all the time, you need to learn how to say stuff to your wife better. And I know I do. So sometimes the way we communicate can come off a little bit harsh. So we got to keep that in mind when we're talking to people, especially our significant other. And also too, you need to put her on game. Like help her out. Go try to get her in school, get her a trade, do something to help her out, help her get back on her feet if he wants her to start contributing more around the house. Yeah, and so it's like, I'm assuming that you may not have the money to go to school or something like that. But it's like if he has that, there's nothing wrong with him supporting you in that until you're able to graduate from whatever you decide to do or whatever. And, you know, start making more money for yourself. Now, playing devil's advocate. I know it is said in the the email, but at the same time, she's already just Spending, spending, spending now. That's a whole nother issue. It's a whole nother issue if you're just out here being reckless with your spending. Yes. But if you're only making enough, because you said that, you know, you've never been financially well off, but you always had a place, you know, you always had food and you always had a place to sleep. She's a survivor. Yeah, she's a survivor. And then, but I do think that sometimes (laughs) we get stuck in survival mode. And it's like we can't even picture ourselves having more than what we've had. So Corey Holcomb had a good joke. I'm not going to say the exact joke because we already know Corey Holcomb, one of my favorite comedians of all time, one of his jokes said, 
If you are an attractive lady, there is no reason in this world you should ever be broke. Put keep that in mind. So while he's out here complaining, if his girlfriend or wife looks good and he keep talking to her like that, she about to be back in the streets. <laughs> she about to find her somebody else that's gonna support her and her needs, and they may build her up to want to go out there and do. Now, what if she starts stripping? How do you feel about that going to P Valley? What if she starts stripping right now? <laughs> now she got her own income, right? I'm just saying, better be careful what you ask for because, but, boy, you can get it in a way you don't want it. Like I said, I feel like there's so much more to that. You know, it's like you're the reason why we're we're broke and, you know, whatever yeah. the case may be. But it's also you have to take into account that if this person has been living like this all their lives, she may need like some financial assistance, like a financial advisor or something that someone that helps her save manage money better like i feel like it's it's a big ask it's of we, him to not like just be understanding of all sides right. of like where she's coming from something he said too to kind of rub the whole story the wrong way you know like listen man this is your wife too you got to support her man now, that's what i said if she's spending recklessly then you got a whole nother problem but if she just has these little um, quirks about her where she doesn't really understand financial literacy, sit down and help her make a budget. Sit down and help her kind of put all the money together and figure it out. But don't bash her because now she's going to resent you and she's not going to feel comfortable bringing issues to you that she may have with finances later on down the road. So you set the stage to go ahead and say, all right, listen, I know you got a problem with money. Let's sit down together and figure out how to make a budget and make it fun, make it cool. But whatever you do, don't talk to her and say, you damn idiot, you don't know how to make a dollar out of 15 cents. Don't do that. Yeah. I, I, don't do that. I would, if I were you, I would just go back to the drawing board. I would, you know, think about what I'm good at. Um, Like, for instance, if if you're... A line cook at a at a restaurant, like a like a fast food restaurant, a sous chef. Oh, or something like bad. that. Maybe I would look into like a restaurant management. Yeah, it's other degree, stuff, man. something it's... like that. You know what I'm saying? So, but he got to work on his delivery. You got to, homie. You got to, man. Listen, let him hear this too. My boy, listen to me. My girl Myra told me you cannot speak to your wife that way and expect to get the results you want to get. So you yelling and you screaming on her, it ain't even going to matter because at the end of the day, the results are only going to get further and further and further away from the goal when you're really trying to do this. Keep that in mind, all right? One time for your mind in a real way. That's it. That's it. That's so here we go. It was India's, re India's relationship. WWID. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Dang, man, don't, don't say it on the camera. <laughs> you asked me on the camera. <laughs> um, I forgot to say something real fast. We're talking about the wedding. And no disrespect to one of our friends, one of our homegirls. We love this person, too. But I think something that could be skipped out on is the cake. You ain't got to spend that much money on the cake. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to tell you but why. But cake was bomb. That's all I'm saying. Did you eat it? I did. But y'all didn't. People get so drunk in the party. <laughs> Listen, once the party gets going, the liquor starts flowing. You on the dance floor. You getting it in. You really having the time of your damn life, right? All of a sudden, you cut the cake. The waiters and the hostesses, they bring the cake out to your table. You like, forget a cake. I'm out here shaking my ass with the bride and the groom. We having a good time. By the time people even realized the cake was there, the wait staff was taking the cake up and throwing it away. Yeah. I'll turn back around and get another bite of my cake. That shit was gone. I said, yeah. this is some bullshit. I didn't even fire know that, cake, though. I cake didn't even know that it was too. like there. I just so happened to be like walking. I think I was walking to the photo booth or something. I just happened to be walking past my table. And I was like, oh, is that cake? Cake was fire. So I sat down, had a couple bites. I couldn't eat that much because I had already had too much to drink. So I think you're going to skip out on <laughs> cake. You get you a lower tier cake. Don't get the big 12, 15 tier cake. Go ahead and get you a two tier. And hope for the best. If you got 100 people at your wedding, only 50 people going to eat cake. Some people got diabetes. Some people got high blood pressure. Some people don't eat sugar. It's only 50 people going to eat the cake anyway. Spend a little less I'm money on the cake. I'm not going to say that a because the cake at Philip and Charity's wedding, people tore it up. People were drunk too, then you right. People you know tore what, it though? up. If I, I, good point. I feel like if the wait staff leaves the cake out 
Once people get their liquor in them and they get a little hungry, a little tired, they might go back to the cake and soy. Mm -hmm. All right, good point. My bad. Mm -hmm. I digress. Get the cake mm -hmm. too. Get the everything. Roll out the red carpet. All right? Mm -hmm. India, tell the people where they can find you. India.Marie on Instagram. Um, if you're interested in any of the events, follow uh, She Did That Co on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. And that... that <laughs> Funny. That handle on that page is probably about to change soon, but that's a whole other we'll, story for another we, day. we got some storytelling to do, y'all. Some Jesus crazy, Christ, crazy bro. ass storytelling. But you know, anyways, um, follow that page because I do have two more events that I'm planning to do this year. Um, updates will be there. We're gonna we're gonna name an episode of the podcast one day, lawsuits and stories. And we're gonna talk about 2020 and all of the lawsuits. But we'll talk about that. <laughs> uh, you can find me at B Love1911 on all social platforms. Be sure to follow She and Our Podcast and leave us a message in the DM or she and our podcast at gmail.com. We love to hear from you. We love to hear your stories and we want to continue. Be on the lookout. For she and I under the stars. And I hope I'm going to look out for more nudes coming soon. In the meantime, it's been real. It's been fun. She, 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 I, 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 I. I.